Welcome to Full and Share Theology. We're your hosts, Justin Mercier and Bruce Pagano, and this is Theology for Everyone. Hey, welcome back to Folding Chair Theology. I'm Bruce Pagano. I'm one half of the host for this podcast, along with Justin Mercier being the other half. Um, so this season, season three, we're, we're going to try something new. We're going to, in addition to our regular Thursday episode, we are going to go ahead and launch these mini episodes in between. I think we're going to release them on Tuesdays. Um, and it's just going to be either me talking or Justin talking and they'll be shorter than our normal episodes and we'll see, we'll see what happens with them. We'll, um, we'll get to Justin's, um, if you haven't already heard one of his, um, but we're calling his spot Justin time. Uh, it's a double, a double meaning there, his name being Justin and it's Justin time, but also maybe he's sharing something with you that, uh, you're receiving just in time. Uh, I know we're, we're killer with coming up with name ideas. Uh, this one we're just going to call, uh, Bruce's side note. Um, or side note. Um, and my, my goal, I think, in this is going to be to kind of take other episodes that we've talked through and just do a real quick side note. So, for example, this side note is going to be based on an episode that we did in season two on mental health, and it was our season closer, episode 13 in season two. So you can go back and look at that. Um, And this episode's connected to it, but not really. I just wanted to add something that I don't think I got to touch on. Um, So just real quick, I wanted to talk about the difference between counseling and counsel when it comes to the church and mental health and, um, and pastoral counseling um, and seeking out wisdom from other mature believers, um, and, and kind of, kind of talk through that. So I know that, um, the church historically has either gone to two really extreme areas with mental health, either they, um, one that most of us are familiar with, it's, it's kind of rejected and not really taken serious, um, everything spiritual and, and you can just change your mind or claim health in the name of Jesus. And that'll take care of your depression and your anxiety. And you don't have to worry about anything mental health wise. The other extreme is we don't touch that, go do what you need to do. And I've seen that also. Um, we shared some statistics in the episode 13. Um, but I think one thing I didn't really get to talk about is, the fact that pastoral counseling is a real thing. Um, but I think often it's confused with counsel, uh, wise counsel, um, because that's, that's an important word that, and a buzzword kind of that we use, uh, in the church world where we're like, Hey, I need to go see the pastor and get some counsel on this issue. Um, but also it's kind of used as, Hey, you're dealing with um, some really heavy stuff or an addiction issue that we just label a sin. 
um, which, you know, pornography use might be just a sin issue in your heart, but it might also be an addiction issue that you need to take care of. Um, you know, the, the way that you, the amount that you drink might be a sin issue in your heart, but it may also be an addiction thing that you need to take care of. So the ability to go to a church, and really this is more for pastors, but also as parishioners and congregation members, just understanding the difference between counsel and counseling and even psychotherapy. Um, just in, in the, in the counseling field, in the, in the therapy field, there's not a ton of difference. A lot of counselors use counseling or counselor and psychotherapist or therapy kind of interchangeably, but there is some nuanced difference. So I'll start with that. Um, counseling can, can take on the form uh, in a lot of, or can, can be used in a lot of different areas. For example, financial counseling. If I just am, am poor at managing my money, and I need to go to someone that can guide me through how to manage my money, I go to a financial counselor, someone who is skilled at financial management and um, can kind of help realign the way that I see my money and help me with a budget and kind of guide and counsel me through what that looks like to change my habits when it comes to um my finances. And and the same could happen in the area of uh, negative thinking or, and that's why life coaches become really useful in those types of areas. If you, if you're looking to try and change some habits that you have where you're just not productive and you kind of would rather Netflix than do the work and, and a, a life coach or a counselor, um, you know, a life counselor or uh, a career counselor can help you in those areas, but also can help you like a, a licensed professional counselor can help you in the area of negative thinking and uh, depression and anxiety. Psychotherapy kind of takes this and, and therapy in general kind of takes this, um, this move towards deeper, cognitive and behavioral issues, uh, maybe personality type stuff. Um, a little bit, little bit more intense than just some negative thinking. It might be clinical depression that the person needs, um, to work through some trauma. Uh, and that takes someone who's skilled in that, that field to walk you through, um, lest you be re-traumatized. And, and that's, been the problem in a lot of different areas, especially as we begin to understand trauma in different ways, the way that we previously had dealt with the way that we had previously dealt with trauma was to kind of muscle through it and, and face it head on. And we kind of used a fear factor approach to it where if you're afraid of spiders, then you should get in a coffin and have spiders dumped on you. And that'll break your fear of spiders. And we kind of dealt with trauma the same way. And we're learning that that's not the right way to deal with trauma because it re-traumatizes people. And often um, a lot of people drop out of therapy um, when that happens. So we're learning a lot of different stuff. And this isn't a podcast episode about that. But what it is is just understanding the difference between, oh, I have some 
some stuff that I need to work through in a counselor, uh, life coach might be able to help me through that. And I'm a prof- licensed professional counselor. So I kind of run the span of dealing with people with pretty deep trauma and people that just don't feel like they're in the place where they want to be in life. Um, and kind of everything in between kind of leaning more towards specializing in trauma. So, so, so there's that, that kind of, you know, a counselor doesn't necessarily mean a mental health counselor. It could be a financial counselor, but there are mental health counselors that help with that, uh, readjustment of your perspective in life all the way to dealing with someone with schizophrenia or, um, or bipolar disorder or borderline personality, personality disorder or whatever clinical or issue, mental health issue might, might be the other end of that. When we, when we're talking church and where I think a lot of pastors have kind of not, and maybe we touched on this in episode 13, but kind of not, you know, known their role. If, if I'm quoting, uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, um, they've kind of stepped out of their skill set in caring for people's hearts as a shepherd pastor and and moved into this space of trying to trying to help figure out how to walk people through some really deep hurts that that might require a therapist um and because there's been this lack of seriousness when it comes to mental health or viewing mental health with, with a serious, uh, through a serious lens, um, some pastors and I've seen it and I've been a part of it. Um, I've been on both ends of it. Actually for me, when I got to the point where I started realizing like, I can't help people to the degree at which I want to, I'm sending them to counselors because this is out of my wheelhouse. Um, because I'd been sitting on the other end of the seat where a pastor tells me what they think that I should do or what, what I'm actually going through and come to find out through counseling, they didn't know what they were talking about. And I've been there when I got to the point where I was doing some pastoral counsel and counseling, I, I understood my limits and would send people to get the help that they needed. Um, with a professional that was equipped to help them with what they needed. Um, and, and what I've seen is that there are some pastors, um, have gone kind of one of two ways. Either they abdicate all ability and authority to speak into other people's lives and give counsel completely because they don't want to mess it up or they don't feel equipped or they assume the role of a counselor and, um, and kind of naysay the world of mental health counselors and psychotherapists in a way that makes it seem like everything's spiritual and all you have to do is name healing and that's it and you're good. And 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 for those people who are struggling with that and maybe participate or are, you know, facing that with someone in their church leadership, I, I would say it's probably time to end those meetings and find a mental health count. Like if you find yourself struggling with depression 
and the pastor telling you, just pray about it, just pray about it, just pray about it, just pray about it. Um, change your thinking, renew your mind, change your thinking, renew your mind. It's sin. There's sin issue. Maybe there's a sin issue. If you find that and your depression's still there, you have depression probably, and you should go see a professional and those meetings. You, you are not beholden to, uh, a church leader, um, just because they feel like they know what's going on or they understand it. Um, and, and this isn't a conversation about authority in the church. That's a different conversation. If you're a pastor and, and you're out of your wheelhouse, either one, go, go get additional schooling that equips you to do the thing that your heart is for, i.e. caring for people's hearts and helping them walk through in a biblical manner in, in a Christ focused way, healing, um, but also in a way that honors the person's autonomy and um, brain function and personality and physiological responses. And so go go get that training so that you understand what's going on in their body when they're experiencing depression or anxiety or trauma or any any a number of those things, addiction. If not, if you're not going to do that, then find a counseling um, firm practice that you can refer them to and know your line, like know where good counsel is important. Like a young married couple that's been married for a year and they just can't figure out how to communicate with each other. Counsel's probably appropriate for them. If there's no... Um, moral issues there, if there's not trauma on one side or the other, if there's not infidelity or some breach of trust, if it's just they haven't figured out how to be married yet, good counsel is appropriate in that situation. And so in that situation, either you or or a mature, married for longevity uh, couple in the church should take that couple under their wing and and disciple them and counsel them provide them with wise counsel and wisdom that they've that that Christ has bestowed upon them if they're a young couple and infidelity is an issue or there's trauma maybe just maybe and probably more yes than maybe they need to go see a counselor to help work through that hurt and anger and frustration. And I'm not saying that that negates Christ's ability to just heal things. Absolutely not. But he gifted people with certain gifts to help walk people through what it looks like. And so sometimes it's counseling and Jesus and not that Jesus needs to be supplemented, but Sometimes people need help getting to the place where they can see Christ in the midst of their stuff and their junk and their life and their hurt. And sometimes trauma and depression and anxiety blocks our view. And it's not because we don't want to see Christ, but it's because that stuff's heavy. And... Sometimes processing through it requires a professional 
who has the tools and understands what's going on both psychologically and physiologically in that person. So that was probably all over the place. Um, the, the, the most important part is if you are a pastor and are trying to kind of delineate your line for helping people and caring for people, um, figure out what counsel versus counseling looks like for you. Uh, and then go gain those skills or, um, or find a place to refer if you're someone involved in that and all of the meetings that you have have not moved you towards health, then maybe go find a counselor. Um, yeah, so that's it. That was a quick side note. And this is Bruce with Folding Chair Theology. Um, yeah, so hopefully you can expect a couple more of these and a couple of just-in-time episodes, and, and we'll see how it goes. Thanks. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow me um, at BPAGS2 on any, any of those platforms. All right. Thanks. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Fold and Share Theology. You can follow Bruce on multiple social media platforms at BPAGS2, as well as Justin Mercier on Instagram at JustinMercier13. Additionally, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Folding Chair Theology. Until then, keep unfolding God's Word each and every day.